Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to a podcast that has had a, a long-awaited return. We are here with Tap Calf Transmissions, episode 152, I think. If I'm right on that, I'm going to be very happy. Uh, I am Corey, joined once again by the actual co-host of this podcast after, what, like two months? Justin is here. Yep. Mr. Eckhart Slatter, how are you doing? Long life? have I waited to return to Tap Calf. Yeah, this feels but a little contrived, like... After they killed, we killed off Ilkin in the last episode. We have to bring you back. Like, who knows? Yeah, um, I, it, I'm good. I'm very busy. I, I had a for those who who don't follow my personal life, um, I we had a, another kid, so I haven't been sleeping much. It's been six a.m. mornings every day, so I haven't had much time to uh to work. And when I I actually have been doing a lot of reading, but I can't bring myself to read. Um. I can't bring myself to read Star Wars stuff. Like, I've got very little free time, so when I when I have it, I want to read something that's not work related. I I could almost hear you wanting to say good there. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm reading like Lord of the Rings, and like, listen, Star Wars is good, but it's not like book wise, it's not Lord of the Rings. Uh, I've been reading Lord of the Rings. I've been reading the Hyperion series, which is pretty good. It's it's that's like very. It's it's different sci-fi, but it's, you know, closer to Star Wars and just lots of things on my back catalog or stuff for work. So it's been non-Star Wars books for work, that is. It's been fun. Yeah, well, we all hope that you're doing well with your family and whatever that stuff is. But, you know, it's can we really bring ourselves to care? Not really, no. no just, like I, I people think that we're like friends outside the podcast or something. I haven't spoken to you literally since the last time we stopped recording the episode, so I really don't know what's going on in your life. And I, I forgot what your face looks like. Yeah, sometimes I do too. It's forgettable. That's true. But you know what's not forgettable? What? Tonight's topic, which is going to be about Ahsoka episodes one and two, a fresh new Star Wars show, uh, Rebel season five, is here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll talk about a lot of that. I guess we'll we'll probably get into whether you do need to have seen Rebels to to really understand what's going on in Ahsoka. Uh, but uh, so we're not going to have a super long episode tonight. Hopefully we'll be able to do these episode recaps every week. Uh, last week I was supposed to be doing an episode with Ilkin covering Cataclysm, the second High Republic book from this phase. But he's had he's had a, a whole ordeal going on. So unfortunately that oh, has yeah. been postponed at some. So hopefully he's we'll be able to get him back. Almost, isn't he? Yeah, his leg, his leg is uh, remained attached, and everything seems to be going well for him. But uh, wait, was there actually a chance of it being amputated? I mean, there's always a chance of it being amputated. Like I don't know if it. I be mean, intentional, I could get mine like, spontaneously amputated today. Yeah, I, I don't I think lucky. it was ever a worry, but it was okay. It, well, you I, said his leg is still attached. So I was like, oh, I didn't know it was that bad. Well, I was worried about it. I, I don't know what the what the medical opinion was at the time, but as soon as someone says like something's infected, I just jump straight to it's gone. <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah, you're friends with Charlie without being perpetually stressed out. And I constantly think. Charlie should be gone and we should get rid of him. So it fits. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. But, uh, but yeah, so any any other Star Wars news we should maybe cover before? There's not really going to be that much right now, I don't think. Actually, there's the Dark I, Forces remaster. I was going to say, I've that. seen nobody talk about that, which I guess I understand because it's like a very light remaster. Mm -hmm. um, like, like it's, they're not changing much, um, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm definitely going to give that a try when it comes out. Because I think I played through the full Dark Forces a few months ago with the fan remaster. So I don't know if I, if it's too soon for that for me. But uh, I, I want to do the second one, and I haven't done that. So if they could remaster that at the same time, that'd be great. Mm. But uh, one yeah, of the things... I like the second one better. The second one's better, in my opinion. But uh, the, the most annoying thing about playing... Those are their DOS games, right? So like, yeah. the most annoying part about the old like they still play really well they're they're like they're doom like games like the most annoying thing about dark forces is getting it to run so yeah as long as that's better it's gonna be it's gonna be good yeah that's like that's always the thing with a lot of the older star wars games it's like it's if you ever want to play rebellion it's impossible like it's the yeah. i've streamed it twice all i remember from playing it is the frustration of just starting pressing the start stream button and getting back into the game so it yeah same thing with TIE Fighter. It's like, it's not meant for 
mice. Like it doesn't have mouse yeah. support. Uh, you got to run it in like DOSBox or something. So it's yeah. yeah. So fun. hopefully, if uh, if the first one goes well, maybe we'll get a second one. Uh, it's notably not being made by Aspire, so it's a mm. a, a new remaster slash port. That's well, they not actually showed them. footage like in the trailer. Did you see of Aspire burning in the background or of the game? No, of the the Dark Forces remake or I remaster. I haven't it, actually it, watched. It looks it yet. almost identical. So like, it's a very. It's gonna be like the. It's gonna be better resolution. Uh, which will make like the textures and stuff look better, I assume, and yeah, it'll run better. But other than that, like. I wouldn't. Ex- it looks like there were some like new models, but I wouldn't expect too much, basically, which is like, fine. I'm cool with that. I looked up the company when it was announced, and I I watched like part of the. I think it's Quake Two remaster yeah. that they did. Yeah, and it looked good. Like they were showing off lighting and stuff, and it looks like it'll. If we get yeah, basically the same really, thing here, that's good. Um, yeah, the company is uh, uh, Night Dive Studios. They did a System Shock one as well, and people really like them. Um, but they also they're doing a little bit of remastering on the cutscenes as well. That's another kind of uh I guess like cuz the cutscenes are like they're they're like partially animated, but um that'll look good. I remember you doing Dark Force cuz I remember watching you f- do the the Dark Trooper level and you kept like yeah. falling in yeah. Well the the end fight in uh in Dark Forces is like the easiest thing in the world. I beat it accidentally when the door you opened got stuck on the, and yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you do be getting stuck on elevators sometimes. That's the most dangerous thing in any game with Kyle Katarn. But oh yeah, totally. One remaster I wish we could be playing right now is Knights of the Old Republic because there are a lot of Kotor references in this little show called Ahsoka. So mm-hmm. what are your, what are your thoughts so far on uh, the first two episodes? I actually really liked the first two episodes. Um, yeah, I was very excited when I watched them. Uh, I thought the music was great. It's the only show that's like, is it perfect? No. Uh, there are still times where I'm like reminded, okay, this is a TV show. Um, but I think out of the Marvel shows I've seen and the Star Wars shows, certainly that I've seen, it's the one that most feels like an actual Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I I would say movie generally, but Andor, I mean, Andor's actually kind of got more of a TV show structure with like arcs, but. It feels more like a space opera. You pointed out, and I think some other people did, uh, that it's got the kind of reverse Phantom Menace opening. Um, it's big. It's generally well made. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm digging it so far. Yeah, I think uh, it's not my favorite of the like episode ones of anything, but or episode one or two premiere nights, whatever you want to call them. But I do think it feels like it, it feels solidly Star Wars with all the positives and negatives that that implies, uh, yeah. where like the you get a lot of prequel vibes from it. There's like I really do enjoy the inversion of the Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan uh, mm-hmm. arriving on the Trade Federation ship thing that you kind of get with Shin and Balin. I think that sets them up as like bizarro Jedi rather than spending yeah, too I much like time that. saying they're like, because then the dialogue doesn't have to reinforce that these are Jedi that are not Jedi anymore. You can have all the dialogue saying like, no, we're not Jedi anymore while you're getting the kind of replaying of some of those things. But like, I, I think that does come with Dave Filoni and George Lucas not being dialogue masters. Uh, mm-hmm. So that feels kind of stilted. But uh, I have enjoyed like the characters. I think the conflicts that they're setting up are interesting. Uh, so I, I'm excited for more of it. I think it's solidly upper half of my enjoyment of star wars shows so far yeah the the kind of general idea for me is the most compelling bit um where it lacks you're right like the masterful kind of execution that andor had um well like as i I said this before like as much as i loved andor and i really did love it especially the finale i thought was just phenomenal I, it didn't give me the kind of same giddy excitedness that like a Star Wars movie yeah. did or like even episodes of The Mandalorian did. Um, if this this definitely kind of gets there, especially like the way that the season's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very open ended. Um, it's they've done a good job, too, of like, I'm not excited because of Cammy. Like, it feels like the especially with Mando season three towards the end, like I was like not fully engaged i was like waiting for the character like a character to show up and be excited because of that but with this 
like I know Thrawn's going to show up. I know Ezra's probably going to show up. I'm more excited about kind of how they're going to play into the story. Not like, oh, is Luke Skywalker going to come and, yeah, you know, whatever. I do have some hope that the the dialogue will get better once we're past the point of like setting up the relationships and everything for people who didn't see uh, Rebels. Because I don't think you have to have seen Rebels to understand what's going on here. It's not like it's this it's crazy complex thing. No. Yeah, like the story is relatively straightforward. You get the sense of like what Ahsoka and Sabine's relationship is. And like the biggest question marks in Ahsoka and Sabine's relationships or relationship, nobody knows because we're, we don't have the context of what they did exactly in their time together before that has caused yeah. all this tension for them. Uh, well, like, yeah, in, in Mando season three, I think a lot of what was going on wasn't as engaging because like a lot of it kind of just jumped back and undercut itself. So it really mm -hmm. was just like, okay, if I'm going to enjoy this, a lot of it's going to come from the immediate action or is something neat going to happen lore wise? Cause I can at least appreciate that in some sense, but yeah. like we even talked about, I, we both loved Andor, but I think we both were agreeing on those early episode reviews that they really did need to have those first three episodes releasing together. Cause it does take yeah. a little a bit longer to grab you. Whereas this, we have like a lot more action. Uh, we have more lightsaber fights than we've really seen since the prequels. So I think it works out on that level. Yeah, it, I agree with what you're saying, too, about the show being not being confusing, because it's not like you can watch this and you won't be lost. I think the friend and I'm I'm happy that they're doing this as well, uh, because it would have been very easy to make, you know, the more generalized version of this where they introduce a new character to drive the story or something. Um, but like, I, I think if you're a new fan the thing that they're really not doing is making you care about the characters. Uh, like, why do I care about Ezra? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't realize if you haven't watched Rebels that Hera is kind of like, almost like Ezra's adoptive mother in a way, and Sabine, yeah. you know, sister, lover, whatever. I think he was being a little coy with what he said. Yeah. But, um... I mean, with so, I just... I've seen so many people say this is the death of... Ezra and Sabine. People are so dumb. And it's like, have you never seen Star Wars before? If anything, him calling her his sister just means that they're definitely going to make out. Yeah, he's like, it's... I don't know. It's like, when you watch Rebels, people are like, oh, the, how did you still see that? That that plot thread disappeared in season one. Like, what do you mean disappeared in season one? Like, Ezra clearly has feelings for her the entire show, in my opinion. Yeah, he just stops um, being a creepy little weirdo about it. I wouldn't say he's creepy. I In the first few awkward. seasons, he is a bit in Zelly. You think? He's like, he's a bit of a pest towards her over it. And then he stops doing that. He's like 14, though. Yeah, no, 15. I'm not saying he, he should be canceled or something over it. Even though what his actor said on Twitter a few days ago was a little sus, but... The blackface, though. Gotta get him for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me read. Let me read this tweet. Um... I, I, I saved it because it was so funny. So this is uh, Ezra's actor on Twitter a few days ago, talk, or yesterday, talking about the show. And I only saw it because you quote tweeted it. But... <laughs> <laughs> he says, there's, there's really nothing that can replace seeing those things swang in, in all their glory, huh? As a fan, I'm up right now, crying emoji. If you know, you know, I emoji. <laughs> I don't know if he... I, I, I think I'm he's talking guessing... about lightsabers, but... Okay, I thought he was talking about um, Ahsoka's new... Uh, what are the... Uh, fucking... Um, what are her things called again? Um, on her head, head tails. Her mantras. Yeah, Montrals. There's the Montrals and Leku all over the place in this show. Yeah. Uh, maybe that is what but he it, meant. It, I thought he meant lightsaber fights. It seems like it's about big titties, right? Like... <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> what's that, um... Like, like, I mean, I'm up right now. It doesn't really leave much to the imagination, so... It, something's like, going it, on. You know that um four-breasted alien from Jabba's Palace? Or maybe she's like... Maybe she's got six. You know her? Yeah. If if I quote tweet his tweet <laughs> with a picture of her, Yarna Del Gargan, will I be canceled? Is that? <laughs> I don't think so. Done okay. worse. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. 
But yeah, like I I don't see that as the end of a possible Ezra Sabine relationship. Like she's she's clearly more into him now than she would have been in the Dude, early parts of the show. At his house. Like Yeah, she's living at his house. She be, she's trying to become a Jedi because he's gone. And she's yeah. not she's not doing well. I think it might even be a little too much simping for Ezra on her <laughs> behalf. But Yeah, Ezra's like not going to be interested anymore. Like too yeah, like, easy now. What if Ezra and Thrawn are like shacking up? I I actually really like Sabine. Um, I thought I thought they did a good job with her. Um, I don't mind at all that she took the the first two episodes kind of the spotlight, and I think it makes sense because she's the one who's been most affected by yeah. Ezra being gone. Clearly, um, and like I I really I thought that that uh, the character I I thought they did great with her. Perfect. My favorite moment was when, and this is a very small moment, when she's attacked by those HK droids and she runs inside to get a weapon. And there's like the shot several times the first episode where they look under the table and her armor is like back against the wall and in front of it's the chest with Ezra's lightsaber. Um, and it's like every time she's clearly ignored her armor, she gets the lightsaber and like that's kind of representative of how like listen she's not being honest with herself. Hu Yang basically fucking humbles her. He's like, listen, I've seen a, a, a hundred bajillion Jedi and like you like you fucking suck. Like you're you're awful. Um, so like you've got no business basically going for the lightsaber first. What do you might as well say? Um, I, I just really like that scene where she goes and she she just totally fucking ignores her armor, gets the lightsaber, then she comes back and she's like, "Hey, like, like, yeah, I can learn from her, but like, I gotta you I, know, be honest with myself." I don't know that that was what Hu Yang's point was. I think it was more like, "You don't have the aptitude, but if you put the work in, then that's the important part." Like, no, I, I, I sorry, no, go ahead. I, I, I think he's still saying like, "You can be a Jedi." But you also do have to you have to put forward some sort of effort rather than just being frustrated that things aren't working out right now. I, maybe I, I definitely see that based on what he said. For me, I, I kind of got the feeling that he was saying worry less about the label and worry more yeah. about training. Like, yeah, I, I he... don't think she's ever going to be a Jedi. And I think she... I think that was kind of a wake up. Like she got her ass kicked by a Padawan, basically. But he was the one that was really telling her, or like trying to tell both Sabine and Ahsoka, like you guys need mm -hmm. to train together again. Like you need to be her apprentice. So I I do think the the Jedi label is important to him because like all the but regulations did, are so say... important to him. But no, I agree. But it's like he's saying they need to train together. But like I think you could do that and just train together. Like I think that you can train. As like I think that's why she puts the Mandalorian armor on because yeah she's her apprentice but it's not like you know as it was for one Ahsoka doesn't even label herself as a Jedi. Um, okay, I, if I you sorry if anyone who's trying to spread leaks in the chat, I'm going to hide you if you do that again. Yeah, piss off, piss off. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I see where you're coming from. I don't think. That Sabine, I think a Sabine, like how I read it was Sabine comes to terms with the fact that she's probably not going to become a Jedi. Again, this is just my reading. And that trying to become one is going to end up being frustrating for everybody, for Sabine and her master. That doesn't mean that she can't still train, though, that she can't yeah. still be an apprentice. She's just going to be something different. But it, it did seem like her denying the Jedi training and label is what he was annoyed by with her that she was still supposed to go, then it doesn't matter that she doesn't have the most aptitude for the Force. I think she was annoyed by... I think he was more annoyed by her not training at all. Like, her yeah. just completely giving up. Yeah, but, but that's, I don't think, that's part of it. Yeah, but I don't think he wanted her to train to become a Jedi. Maybe we're picking hairs, but... I think he does. Like, I think okay. that's all who Yang's programming really cares about, because they've hammered on so much of, like, he is that by-the-book character, and... He's he cares so much about the order regulations. He doesn't care that Sabine isn't going to be a powerful Jedi, but he still wants her to work at becoming a Jedi. And he thinks the mistake she's making is that mm. she hasn't been doing that. 
Yeah, I still think the mistake she—I still think the mistake he's harping on is her just not training at all. Like, I think he's probably become a little more pragmatic after Maybe. the. Uh, but you're right. There is that scene at the beginning of episode one where he's like, "Hey, this is the, you know, Jedi code says, hang out in space." But, yeah, um, and Ahsoka said, "Actually, the Jedi code's terrible. I tortured someone for this." Yeah, yeah, it kind of just went over that bit. But yeah, so I guess we'll see. My my prediction is she might even continue using the lightsaber. I think she'll train, but I don't think being a Jedi maybe maybe it's just splitting hairs because if she if she uses Jedi ethics and uses a lightsaber but can't really make things float, I guess she can still be a Jedi. Like she's clearly trying to use the Force in the trailer. Like which scene? In the the scene where Ahsoka's fighting Merrick and Shin and Sabine are fighting. And Sabine gets knocked down and she puts her hand out like she's trying to force push. And if she wasn't, then Shin wouldn't say right after you have no powers. Mm. And like maybe the story is she has no powers, but that's OK. Or maybe the story is the forces in everyone. And by applying herself the right way, by training the right way, then it's something she'd be able to access in some small way when she needs to. But. I can see that going either way, but I don't think it's going to be like a complete rejection of the Jedi label. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I just don't think Jedi wear Mandalorian armor. Some do. Grogu's gonna. Sabine's gonna. Tarvizla did. Tarvizla was a bitch. <laughs> uh, I do think that was the message of Rebels. <laughs> the, the future right. of the Jedi is apparently purely Mandalorian. It's going to be Rey surrounded by Mandalorians and John Boyega. <laughs> Yeah, and John Boyega. Uh, but yeah, what do you think? Uh, do you do you think that the ancient civilization that is leaving the map behind, Night Sisters? You think it's Night Sisters? You you're not believing Ricotta? I think. Ah, uh, no, I definitely think it's not Ricotta. I think it's whoever. I, I think whatever species it was became the Night Sisters. Anyway. I felt like there was more of a differentiation that Morgan was putting on between. The Night Sisters, which she was talking about as herself with the city, and then mm -hmm. ancient civilization. So I feel like they follow it in some way, but I don't think yeah. it's the same thing. I, I think that makes sense. For me, it was just the fact that her like she's so familiar with it and her magic does it. Like yeah. my theory is that Night Sister magic is forced from this other galaxy. Like, like I, I think we're gonna see other magic wielders, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. So um, I'm going to throw something at you here. Okay. Or enjoyer that you are. This is something I was unaware of until someone pointed out in the comments, but I looked okay. into it. It checks out. Cetos okay. planet. Terrible name, right? We can all agree on that. The one mm -hmm. that the map's on with their Morgan, Balin, and Shinner there. Yeah, yeah. That is in the Denab system. The mm -hmm. Nab system also has the planet Denab, which is a planet in Tor, which has a Rakatan device on it. Fair enough. I think fair that's enough. that's all it takes. I mean, I think that's fair. Um, like they've been very willing to pull from. Uh, they they didn't they have Belkadan and uh, was that Belkadan they mentioned Andor and they had they had know, the, the Rakatans in Andor as well. Yeah, Mando's been uh, been been dropping lots of uh, lots of Legends planets. So possible, possible. Because like the the Night Sisters. They they have so many ties to like a bunch of ancient civilizations now, whereas like the Zepho are on Dathomir at different points. Yeah. And they Yeah. But I don't know. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked either way. Like I could definitely see it being the Night Sisters, but I just feel like everything is so borrowing from the star map aesthetic from Kotor and with like so many references to Rakat and stuff otherwise that it I, I would like it. Um yeah, she says an ancient people from a distant galaxy. And that's pretty much it. So. Hmm. Yeah, I guess part of, part of it was just that her her magic seems to seems to operate it. I do love Shin during that scene. I, I really like Shin does lots of funny little things like she's always looking at Balin like what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't figure out quite what's going on with her. Like if she's looking at him with like reverence and like looking for his okay. reaction or if she's disagrees with him. Once again, please do not post leaks in the chat.
listen guys get it together is this called hey we read from reddit <laughs> or is it called let's speculate on star wars disappointed that's the only word i have for it. yeah i, I do like I that shin i kind of i kind of wonder like where the fuck shin came from <laughs> like the is, is related to him i don't know but like, they could be. They could be yeah, father and daughter. Yeah, the white hair for both of them. It's probably just because Ray Stevenson was old, but he's so sexy. Old. Not old enough. Yeah, yeah, he's so sexy. I don't think the uh, I don't think the screener had the, the for our friend Ray thing at the end of the first episode. So I was a little. I think it did. Did it? Okay. Yeah, I, I think so. Then. Yeah, yeah, because I saw somebody tweet it. Some fucking. I talk about it every time. If you get a screener, don't tweet fucking little coy things to say, hey, I know more than you do. Like, that drives me crazy every time. Like, somebody tweeted something. Now, to be fair, this might have been a... They might have been somebody who saw the episode in person, but they were like, my takeaway from Mando season... Or from Ahsoka season one. And they were like, knights... Or they were like, witches, cauldrons, and something. And I was just like, and senators. And it's like, everyone knows what you mean. Yeah, it's so sure. Like I posted the exact line by line breakdown of each episode, but like there's a line, people. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's two things that have pissed me off on Twitter since the screeners, but it, one of them's that, and another is gimmick accounts that are in no way trying to mimic the character they're a gimmick of. Bro, that's driving me crazy. That chopper account. Let's just say it like it is. It's yeah. It's it. I don't want to be mean, nine, but like... 9,000 followers, and his pinned tweet is Chopper, the best droid in the galaxy. That's it. That's the tweet. Chopper would never say that. Yeah. They had one tweet that was maybe in character as Chopper, but like... Come on. Just... Better. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've... Uh... Is there any specific plot points from episode one that we haven't really talked about that you want to go over? Because I feel episode like we've kind of talked about the, the relationships and stuff, and it was kind of just the introduction of everyone. Uh, we Lothal didn't talk seems about, to be doing well. Yeah, Lothal, I really like those sequences. Senator Jai Kel, quite a uh, promotion. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I was right about Clancy Brown. And yeah. I did not look at spoilers because we had a little prediction thing going. I did not look at spoilers before I before I said that. Should we maybe uh, give our quick rundown of what those predictions were? Because that was on like a Mario Kart stream. But I think uh, yeah, the prediction yeah. should stand for for Tapcalf posterity because you did. Yes. Uh, I think I did like a, a major and minor or like yes. safe and wild guess for a cameo. Yeah. Uh, you guessed uh, Ryder Zadi as your one and i think you said pelion as well for your other one or yeah no? yeah Pel uh, i think pelion was my other one yeah who was your who was your wild and crazy one i forget what you said hmm. god i don't remember now maybe we can just do new ones for that because my my oh, kind of safest one was rex yeah yeah rex is definitely gonna be that i think well was your... maybe not actually because he's gonna be pretty old yeah, but I just feel like if there's anyone in that category where it's not like a wild pull, like Luke showing up in The Mandalorian Season 2, like I think Rex yeah. is one that's more on the Boba Fett shows oh, yeah, up in the yeah, Mandalorian yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. So I don't get to keep Ryder then? No, like that. that's a perfectly fine, safe one. You were right on that one. That's okay. like my Rex tier prediction. But do you okay. have anything that's like major for either a big reference to them or them showing up like a, a big character drop. Mm. yeah basically meaning someone who like hasn't been in... would have been a good one probably if she wasn't in the trailer or is she too obvious I, I think she's a bit more in that category of like rebels or recent live action characters that aren't uh... hmm. can i say han solo that, I think, would be a big one. I think that's okay. fair. Because I yeah, think Han. Han would show up in... Like, I think Han and Original Trilogy Trio get sh show up as, like, recast for the other two in the Floney mm -hmm. movie. So them showing up here would definitely be... Yeah. 
I saw Sam Witwer was in the was in the uh, was in, was credited. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's doing voices. Unless I don't he's doing know. Droid voices or something. Yeah, I didn't but... hear him. I hear my buddy Sam everywhere. Frequent squadrons guest Sam Witwer. I'd say he was frequent, right? It must have been it, at least it was, 10, 15 streams. It was two. Maybe one. Oh, no, I used to stream with him all the time on Twitter. On, on Twitch, I mean. You played with him a couple times. I don't know that you streamed with him that often. Because there was one or two that I wasn't mm. on that he was there at, and then there was one or two that I was on that he was at. But anyways. I used to play with just... Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. Brag about it more. Because you played offline with him a lot more, though. Yeah, yeah. I guess I thought, I sh I guess I thought we streamed that more than we did. But my maybe this doesn't count, but like after seeing the first two episodes, I would not be shocked by at least a Revan name drop in the show. Is that too broad of a guess? Like someone mentioning no. Revan? Because he's not I don't think he's going to no. show up. No, I, I, I don't I don't think that's too broad. Um, it has to be more direct than like. Claiming the Eye of Scion is Darth Scion. So, do you think it's a reference? The Eye of Scion is meant to be the same Scion. The Scion's eye is fucked up. So, it's... yeah, that's true. And it is a very simpy show. So, having the simpiest Sith Lord would, I guess, Vader is kind of the simpiest. But I, so I think it is probably like I've been thinking about it. I said no at first. I think it probably is a reference to him. But I also don't think. It seems like people have been referring to the thing they're building as the Eye of Scion, but that's what I thought it was. She says the Eye of Scion is coming, I think, or well, is approaching. She the, but she said she said the Eye of Scion is almost complete as well. I believe. I think she said. So maybe it's a uh, that was just pull all the second episode, right? Yeah, I'm I'm pulling it right up now. Um. Yeah, so the last scene, which was, I thought was very interesting. We know Thrawn is going to be back because we see him on the bridge of this ship. Uh, installation of the final hyperdrive has begun. The Eye of Scion is on its way here. Of... Make sure that and everything she's... is ready for its arrival. Then she says soon the Eye of Scion will be complete in the last scene. But the, wasn't so that on it's... the same scene where it, it was on its way here, but they were going there or they were already there? This is when they're on the bridge and she's talking to them on the hologram. Yeah. So that's it's got to be something else then. It, I don't think it can be the thing that she's on if she was saying it's on its way there. Wait, where does she say that? It's it's on its so way there. So the scene says... Oh, so the the pathway to the perineum. Some call it that. The children perineum. of the Jedi Temple call it that. <laughs> it comes from old stories fair. So this is the scene when they're on Cetos apparently actually. So maybe the ship is going there for some Maybe that's yeah. the jump point. Yeah. Yeah, because Thrawn calls to me across time and space. You speak of dreams, vague and fractured hopes, a thread of fate do not lie, energetic vibrating <laughs> vibrating ends. The Eye of Scion is on its way here. Make sure that everything is ready for its arrival. Merrick yeah, will complete I, I, his task. Okay, so yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. That probably is the thing. They moved the installation, the hyperspace ring. Yeah. I'm just told, I'm listening to the audio description. They, the audio description will give you lots of details. The Inquisitor, which is Barris Ophie with a mask on, <laughs> moved. They just call it a, a massive ring. Uh, I, do you think it's a hyperdrive ring? Like, are they going to put it around like a cock ring around the fucking Thrawn Star Destroyer? It seems like it is because if like if that is what that what it's talking about, and then they're talking about whether Merrick's going to complete his task at that point. Because uh, I thought that scene was at the end, but but like that's before he goes and gets the other hyperdrive. Yeah, the super. So Star his task is getting the hyperdrive for that. So mm -hmm. I guess that would make sense. So, are, but are they taking Thrawn's ship back with him? Is what I mean. Like, are they? Is it like? Because in the, what I, it's funny, there's actually a scene in the trailer where you can see Ahsoka flying towards it, and I thought she was flying towards a like a ship, like a starfighter's hyperdrive yeah. ring, but it was just this thing way off in the distance. So I'm wondering whether it's literally going to wrap around Thrawn's star destroyer and bring him home. Yeah, that like that seems like that's how they have to get there and back is just a bunch of super strong hyperdrives to get there. But yeah. 
I, I'm kind of like she says that Thrawn is communicating too with her in her mind. Thrawn's not the most force powerful himself. Like, is this a thing that Ezra's facilitating, or mm, that Thrawn has found some other way to do, or is someone fucking with her? I like the idea of it being Ezra. Like, she thinks she's doing Thrawn a favor when it's really him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cause, Interesting. Like, the thing is, if it's Ezra, then why couldn't he contact Sabine the same way or Ahsoka? And, like, maybe this is what they had in mind, where, like, he needs Sabine to come because Sabine's the one that could pull him back from him thinking he's going to go to the dark side if he's stuck out there with Thrawn doing God knows what for six years. Yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting. I'm not sure. Like, that's but one I, of the reasons I, I don't think that. he can be in the Inquisitor suit. Because, like, no, if Ezra got not. there, then what do they need to go get Thrawn for? Just get he's him not, back the way he's not there. The, uh, the Star Wars datapad entry says he was an Inquisitor since the Galactic Civil War. Yeah. So, it's definitely not him in the suit. I, I don't think it... I, I thought it was going to be important. Now I, I think he's just a dog. Like, I don't think it really yeah. matters who's in it. I, I thought he was going to, but, like, he was clearly outmatched by Ahsoka. Um, yeah. He ran away. Um, he seems like he's there to be a red shirt. Yeah, I like that scene where... Uh, I was like, ugh, like they forgot he threw his lightsaber. Like that's a directing mistake. And then it comes back, and she's just like, "Whoop, see ya." That was that was good. I think they've handled the action really well. Like the lightsaber fights were only in the first two episodes. There's going to be some we've seen in the trailer. There's going to be some bigger ones coming. And I think yeah. that all the ones we've seen have been pretty good. The Balin Ahsoka one looks really good. That's the one that I'm most excited for because they've got such different fighting styles. Where he's like big and heavy, uh, and she's jumping off things and. I actually think that might be episode three. I think the show is moving a little faster than I predicted. Yeah, like I I thought a lot of the stuff we'd seen would be later in the show, but it they got a lot of those. Uh, a lot of those scenes from the trailer kind of out of the way early. Yeah. And like, I thought it'd be like late in the series that you go to that planet at all. And we're there episode one, really. Well, yeah, and they know where that. I, I do they know Cetos now? Does Ahsoka? Do they? They're headed there now, aren't they? So, or am I mistaken there? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm trying to because where does because when they analyze um when they anal when I forget when Sabine analyzes that droid's memory, what does she find again? That's when they go to Corellia. Oh, right. That's when they go to Corellia. They go to Corellia. Oh, but they put a tracker on the thing, so they're going to be able to follow it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they, they should be able to, to follow Shin. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, they're, they've, cool. they're not just going to have Balin and Shin hanging out on the same planet for, like, four more episodes and having to fight after that. It's like, we well, might no, be I, getting I to... that's where Ahsoka and Sabine are headed right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, so, like, like that might just go? be in episode so three. That might just be episode three. And then they could be gone. Um, And then they might be gone, like... It could be gone completely for a while, and then it's just like the good guys in the galaxy trying to figure out what's up, and maybe that's how they meet the Purgle, or who knows, but mm -hmm. yeah. I still don't think Thrawn's going to be back until the end, but... I, I, I still I'm, don't think he's going to play a huge role in the show. That's what I mean, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to really... I think the finale will kind of be him finding his way back home. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that scene of him in the bridge is one of the final ones that we saw in the yeah. trailer, because that's on the Eye of Scion, if that is the name of the ship. Yeah, like that's the same room that she's in, and the concept art shows him surrounded by the same droids that she's got. Mm -hmm. The droids have looked great in this show, by the way. Yeah, especially Hugh Yang. I, I don't know, I is I don't know how they did him, but he's really impressive looking. They just built an actual droid. That's. They've I mean, put they have before. David Tennant's brain in there. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. Let's go. I'm not sure his family would appreciate that. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> they get him out. It's the actor strike. They can get him out. Wow. They they just been trying to to sabotage them since then. Yep. There's got to be a that's your your agent made a mistake with your contract. If that's happening, that's that's one thing. The uh, that's what the uh, producers are using to try to get back at the writers. They're like, listen, we're taking David out, and we, we tossed his body. So <laughs> get it done. So. I did like the this is kind of something that the uh, both Ahsoka and the Mandalorian have done 
where they've addressed a bit of like how could how could the first order or how could the empire cause the mm -hmm. giant new republic to fall it's like we're seeing in action just little microcosms of the problems that you have re-establishing yeah. a government like that where like you can look at a map and you can see the new republic has the entire galaxy but if you have all the people working these institutions that are still either loyal to the empire or like it's just too hard for the new republic to properly establish everything if they're too afraid of centralizing themselves because of fears people would have of having a strong central government then it's really easy to just poke that down and i think that's something that uh people were starting to kind of think about in the real world when the sequels were coming out and you got more of that becoming real world issues uh over the period that they were releasing but i think now the writers probably have a much more solid idea of how that works and the messaging they're trying to go with for it so that's neat yeah um i uh i, I like that as well it, and that's kind of something in the thrawn trilogy too where it's like yeah you can be in the imperial palace but it's still the imperial palace like it's full of bugs and shit um and trees that can send messages to each other uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're bringing that back. I think that's a, that's a cool idea. So, uh, is there any other major plot mm. stuff you want to talk about? Or just like, production uh, stuff? I liked Home 1. Home uh, more, incons more inconsistent sizing, because the ghost easily fits inside one of its hangars, and the ghost is like 50 meters wide, and the hangar's like... The ghost takes up like a third of the hangar bay, <laughs> um, but uh, that 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 also that new New Republic frigate is everywhere. There's like six yeah. being built on Corellia. Have they given a name for that anywhere yet? No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, because the it's got guns though. That's good. Yeah, it's good that they have guns. You can see it's got like a bunch of uh, cannons on it. Yeah, so how did they how did they lose a war if they've got a ship with guns on it? Must have been in that uh, fleet by Hosnian Prime, I guess. I feel like we've kind of gotten the peak of new ships for the show. I don't think there's going to be too many new New Republic ships to look at. No, but there are, are at least, I think, three other fighter classes. Because Shin's got a fighter. Yeah. There's like little pirate-looking fighters. I think there's one more. I'm guessing the E-Wing will make another appearance. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like this is kind of hopium, but like, are they really going to make an E-wing model just for it to be traffic cops and cast those actors? I don't know. Hopefully not. Are they going to make a, a Zeb CGI model just for him to show up and have a conversation with Trapper Wolf? Very true. Maybe Zeb doesn't even show up in this. That'd be, I that'd I surprise mean, me more than any other character showing up is if Zeb doesn't show up. Yeah, that would be really weird. Um, although, if there's going to be a season two, maybe maybe not, I guess, but that would be weird. <laughs> the first three episodes get us to the other galaxy. You find Thrawn and Ezra. And then episodes four, five, and six are just like rebels. Zeb and like, Cal is kissing. Yes, well, there's that gets involved. But like Ezra was really... Zeb gets the top bunk again for now. And so we get the final three episodes are just the ghost crew back together. Uh, raising Jason as a family as they do like weapon runs for Hondo. I'm in, I'm in. And uh, what oh, fuck? What's that guy's name again? Um, the first like gangster they're working for on Lothal. Oh, oh. Uh, is it the V? Visago? Isn't it? Yeah, Visago. Yeah. I don't remember if he died or not, but that'd be just... kind of a left turn. Yeah, I, I just remember them buying the weapons from him or selling the weapons to him. But, yeah. I'm kind of curious to see what other little Rebels characters Dave works in. There's, there's going to be more, for sure. Hondo, Hondo's been waiting for a live-action debut forever. Yeah, and he'd, he'd look good as well. Like, he looks good at Galaxy's Edge, so. Like, as soon as they know who, uh, or they know they're about to go get get Ezra, Sabine will know like the only way they're really getting him home if they bring Hondo. So. Yeah. What did you think of Ahsoka herself? Because... Um, 
I, I definitely understand the complaints about her being a little wooden. To me, that felt kind of in line with uh, how she was in Star Wars Rebels, so I wasn't really bothered by it, but mm -hmm. I kind of I understand why some are. What I want to see is how she how she deals with like because she ha having the stoic persona is fine but she's got to finally break at some point yeah I agree. um so like if you know th there's all the rumors of her doing a flashback scene with anakin and i mean given that anakin was in the trailer i i think like we said he we he couldn't be one of the prediction characters because he seemed obvious that he was going to be in the show in some form uh whether it's ghost or flashback so i want to see how she handles that. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I think that's part of why Sabine had such a big amount of the screen time and carrying the emotional weight of the show because, like, Ahsoka is just there to be kind of stoic and a bit dark right now. Mm. But, yeah, like, the these are, like, full-grown women at this point. They need to stop acting like children. For Sabine, that means getting angry all the time. That for... is very Sabine, though. Yeah. She's... It's hard to say, like... Whether her or Ahsoka is being more immature, but like Ahsoka's like 50 and both of them like Hera has a child to raise. She can't be always babysitting these two's relationship. So, yeah, Hera, I, 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 I wish she looked older. Um, that's kind of my my main issue. I wish she looked a little older. The contacts are silly. I like I don't get the contacts like how those. I don't like them in awful. like still images, but when the like when everyone's actually moving, I think it's fine. Like I don't, I don't have a yeah. problem with them. I, I think my favorite scene of the show was um, was them chasing down that uh, the hyperdrive over Corellia. I thought that was yeah. really well done. Yeah, I hope we get more Hera, but I feel like we're gonna get less. Though I don't know. We've we've seen a bunch of other scenes in the trailers that do have her, so. There's at least got to be something, but I I just kind of I'm afraid it's going to be like the last episode they get back or something. And then Hera gets scenes there rather than having more Hera all the time, which is kind of what I what I'd hope for. Chopper's actor got caught saying slurs, so they had to cut all the scenes. <laughs> that's that's what the gimmick account should be doing. It's in character. Yeah, just very, very rude. <laughs> all right, well, uh. Where do you think this is uh, currently ranking in your... If you were to just think of like all the live-action shows, episodes one and two, or just premiere nights, where is this, where's this kind of fallen for you? Hmm. Hmm. So Mando season two had one episode premiere. It was a good episode. Oh wait, Mando season two. Yeah, the Mando season two episode was the crate dragon one, right? Yeah, that was a that, that was an amazing Bob episode. Wayne, yeah, that we was a the, great. Uh, yeah. That was like a ten out of ten premiere episode for me. Uh, I think if Mando season one hadn't had Baby Yoda, this would be ahead of it. But the Baby Yoda thing was just so compelling, and I like I really like the overall direct. So I I think I would go. It's hard because like three episodes. So Andor was three episodes, was it? Did it yeah. premiere three episodes? Or did it just premiere with one? It, well, yeah, I guess. No, I think it had the, the three episode. No. Because, like, I really like that. Um... Uh, yeah, it was the three episodes. All three, September 21st, 2022. God, less than a year ago. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I I, I honestly can't decide because they're so different. Um, That's fair. You can just say that. I guess I would go Mando two, Mando one, and then branches of this, and and I think my bottom would be Kenobi. No, maybe Mando. I don't know. I don't. I gotta rewatch them all. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> Like, I have a solid opinion either. Like, I, I think this is up there for me. Like, the show that I like the most, I don't think the premiere of Andor grabbed me as much. And I don't know that I was as excited to get to the next parts of Andor compared to how I feel about this, even though I do I think I totally, I totally agree. 
I just thought the last five minutes of that and or episode three was just so phenomenal. Yeah. Like like the bombing was just so, so good that. uh yeah. I mean, like maybe unfairly, I'm giving like I'm holding it a bit more against Andor that it was three episodes, so it had more. Like I'm I'm grading on a curve as far as that goes, though. So like mm. episode three was fantastic, mm. but episode one and two is like kind of like okay, I'm enjoying this, but I wasn't quite grabbed yet. Especially with like yeah. the the flashbacks that didn't really seem to go as many places, but. Uh, Boba Fett, I barely remember the first episodes. Uh, Kenobi, I enjoyed, I really but like I don't think I liked as much as this. Yeah. Uh, I think Mando season two premiere. It's hard to beat that. I think that is the best premiere we've had. Yeah. And yeah, I've probably watched this one the most, though. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I've already watched this one a bunch of times. So this is like solidly top third for me. I'd say. Yep. All right. Uh, I right. think that is going to do it for our allegedly short, but same length as usual, Tap Cap episode for this week. Uh, we're going to try to do these episode reviews as often as we can with your schedule, uh, which yep. should be able to. And I don't think we're going to be able to work in any books together for a little while. For a bit. But I'm going to try to do some other uh, book review episodes, like get Ilkin in for the one that he was going to do, and then maybe I'll do one or two other ones with with people if they're available. If so Ilkin can, can get stop fucking in. with insects. Yeah, that's that's just disgusting. But uh, but yeah, so we'll be back and maybe we'll be able to take some some questions next time as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for watching. We're going to be doing some some uh, some streaming on a special new game tonight. It's going to be fantastic. Do I have to buy the can I just buy the basic one for that? Like, do I need to buy any? I of think the, you should the... be able to buy the basic one. OK, cool. That's what I did. So more expensive than I want it to be. But yeah, right. I thought it might be free to play. Yeah. I thought Zach said it was. So Classic I don't Zach. know. Classic Zach Plunder. Am I, am yeah. Right? That's going to be on twitch.tv slash Corey Loses as well as youtube.com slash E-C-K-S-T-O-O. Until then, keep in mind.